got TW Takes in the house. TW Takes, what's up? TW Takes podcast. That's Terrible Wrestling Takes podcast. So we'll go through all the monikers. The, uh, the man himself. Bishop over at TW Takes podcast. Absolute legend. He is an Irish New Yorker. Big up Bishop. Bishop <laughs> TW Takes. Shout out to Bishop on that one. Bishop from TW Takes. Matt Bishop from TW Takes. Shout out to TW Takes. TW Takes. Mr. TW Takes. TW Takes. TW Takes. TW Takes. TW Takes. And Takes. TW Takes. Bishop has, you know, on terrible takes. TWT Takes. Terrible wrestling takes. Bishop's terrible wrestling takes. Strictly for Bishop. Shout out to Terrible Wrestling Takes. Cheers, Bishop. TW Takes podcast. Him and his wife, Mrs. TW Takes. We got Mrs. Takes here as well. My wife. Mrs. Takes. She's the sleeper hit. So good. Thank you, wife. Shout out to Mrs. TW Takes. It's a fun back and forth. Such a small part, but so effective. I'm telling you, that's my go-to podcast now. TW Takes. You want here? Terrible Wrestling Takes. Bishop from Terrible Wrestling Takes. Bishop, everybody needs to be listening to you, brother. Bishop, say hello. Oh, shit. Here we go. Back to the audio version. Look, y'all, I'm just going to say it. I've been hitting back and forth and letting other people, you know, get their opinions and shit like that. I got to go back to just audio and doing watch-alongs. Um... That stretch run at WrestleMania really fucked with my head. Whatever it was with the, the screen time, the blue lights, whatever it is, I don't know. Still trying to diagnose it, but even sitting down at the, the computer trying to do this, I get a little little head fog. So I'm not trying to complain, but if anybody else out there who's running podcasts or playing video games or doing some shit like that and you get these wonky headaches, honestly, the only way I can explain it is it feels like my brain is melting. Like, I can't think. I get this fog. It hurts. There's a headache. Um, I've gone with blue light glasses. I'm trying to, you know, monitor this properly and see how it goes. Um, I usually eat and, and drink pretty clean. Uh, shout to Marsh for having me on Wrestling on the Rocks, you know, on Tuesday. Part of the, the fuckery for me on that show. And again, sorry, my friend. Absolutely sorry. We went four hours and 20 minutes, and I was fucking hammered. And I basically, I told him, like, I buried my anxiety, my, my hurtfulness. Um, you know, I, when I sit down in front of the podcast, I want to be able to do it. And when I get these headaches and shit, I just drank through them, said, fuck it. I, I'm going to drink past this headache and just fucking go off and not even think about it. And, and the show sacrificed for it. You know, we, we, derailed we had great banter as we always do but i wasn't taking it seriously and i and i owe him better than that marsh you're too good to me uh the whole wrestling on the rocks community besides clump is is too good to me uh and shout out to clump too i mean it's all it's all fun and games but on the real uh i love those guys they are phenomenal to me uh they help me on and off the field so to speak so um you know i just wanted to put that out there that anyone going through you know something that makes you feel a little bit off um, try to recognize it and, and, and analyze it properly. Um, you know, I should have, I should have either, uh, not done it, done it a different way. See if maybe I can help him in just audio, find a different way to do video or just not, uh, you know, try to go about it by myself, uh, ask for help. So, uh, going forward, I'm going to try to limit the amount of video casting that I do now. Uh, myself at Ref Marsh at GR Lunar. We will be doing a watch along for 
Backlash, WrestleMania Backlash. We will be checking that out tomorrow as of recording. I don't know whenever you listen, but yes, we will be doing the watch-along. I'm assuming we're going to do dual watch-along too, so we can both have our chats going. So all wrestling on the Rocks community uh, will be on that side. TW Takes Podcast community on our side. Um, it's both the same side of the IWC. It's no big deal either way. Join the chat. Join the show. Come along for uh, for our watch-alongs and, and have some fun. Uh, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram. No, Twitch, Twitter, YouTube is the best way to chat along. Uh, Facebook still doesn't chat back. Uh, but, yeah, just don't jump onto any of those. Like and subscribe on all the platforms, too. Uh, so let me get my shit out the way. TWTakesPodcast.com. TWTakesPodcast.com slash TWTs. We got so much merch up, man. Uh, go up there. Uh, click an item. Throw a buy on there, man. Uh, and check out friends of our show. Friends of the show. Wrestling on the Rocks has uh, promo codes. Good Cop, Bad Cop has promo codes. Uh, I, I got a couple I'm going to lay out for my other guys, too. Um, but that's just a, an incentive to go listen to those guys because you might hear a promo code come by. Listen to me straight up. I got y'all, man. I got y'all. Use promo code TWTAKES at checkout for 25% off your first order. Uh, the other 25% off coupons that are floating out there at Friends of the Show, they're good on all purchases. So go listen to them and get, get your promo codes from over there. But TWTAKESpodcast.com slash TWTs. Promo code TWTAKES for 25% off your first purchase. Uh, TWTAKESpodcast.com for all platforms. Check out the YouTube link. Like and subscribe there. The Twitch link. Like and subscribe there. Do all that shit. Uh, leave us a review on all platforms that you listen to. Uh, all that five-star shit. All that dumb shit that, you know, like I say, if you do it for them, do it for us. Uh, if you don't, no big deal. But it does help. PopCultureWrestling.com. Shout out to TK and all the good work he's doing over there. Uh, my man got into a little New Jack spat last night. But he's all good. <laughs> I, I told him, man, you got to stop trolling these people, man. You know, everyone's got an opinion out here. Even you. Uh, even me. But at the end of the day, uh, you know, we got to... We got to give our opinion and then move on. Uh, but he recognizes that. <laughs> but anyway, um, let's get into it, man. Uh, you know, a decent week of wrestling. I had, like I said, I had some fun with Marsh over at Wrestling on the Rocks on Tuesday. Shout out to them. Uh, NXT was a fun show. Uh, we, we recorded during NXT. So it was uh, fun to kind of troll him while that was happening. Uh, I went back and watched Kushida versus Escobar, man. Really, really fun match. Uh, my homie that I work with, he, uh, he didn't like it. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? You're just, you're just not meant to watch wrestling again. Uh, fucking dynamite on Wednesday was what it was. Um, you know, again, I keep tuning in to see if you can hook me. I wasn't hooked this week. Uh, we'll see what happens next week. You know, I'll see how long they have to, to kind of pull me in. They're doing that stadium stampede match. I didn't watch the first one. I heard the first one was dope. Um, now, I'll give you this. When you are storytelling and you do it with the same people over and over and over again, the matches should progress and progress and progress. So this stadium stampede match should be done well. So we'll see how it goes. Other than that, let's just jump into SmackDown. I thought SmackDown was really fun. They are doing something that isn't really done anymore. But I think we say that all the time, right? SmackDown has given us this Roman Reigns storyline since, what, SummerSlam? You'll never see it coming. And the first thing I thought of when Jimmy came out, oh, Jimmy's going to he's gonna get that tribal tattoo that Jay got. 
<laughs> the one from the chief that's really going to fuck him up. And I think Roman's going to do that. He is going to continue to push Jimmy, push Jimmy, push Jimmy until at the end of the day, they're all going to be standing next to each other. And shout to Justin Wrestling Fire for stealing my shit. And I only say he stole my shit because when he did it, he got 27 likes. When I did it, I only got two, and the motherfucker was one of them. Um, Jimmy's shirt came out. It says, nobody's bitch. But the more importantly, it was all black with white lettering. Just like Jay, just like Roman. And at the end of the day, they are showing us that this is what family is. They think alike. They act alike. They squabble. And at the end of the day, there's unity. There's an entire synergy throughout this storyline of what it takes for this family to become a unit. And I'm so digging it. So, so digging it. Because even when Jimmy was talking shit, Roman's just like, oh, you don't think I can, but you can? Talking about beating Cesaro. And then goes, here, go ahead, Jimmy. You face Cesaro. Show me how it's done. And in that, the way Roman is doing this to, to build the backbone of what this pyramid is, this tribal chief on top and how it flows down the rest of the way, is just brilliance in giving a shit because you can see what's go- where it's going from here. And it's going to Roman standing strong and the Usos right underneath him. And Jimmy even said it. We could be tribal chiefs. What if you lose your title and we're the tag chance? Roman cut him off and just put him in his fucking place, man. Put him in his place. That's not how it works. I feed our family with this. It's it fucking incredible. It's incredible work. And they're, they're going to get us to where the bloodline is, uh, where, where the bloodline is meant to be. And it's meant to be on top of this fucking business, man. It's really, it's really building super well. The other night, oh, and that's the other thing too, right? I was, I was kind of thinking to myself, are we really going to have main event Jay, main, main event Jimmy? And, and that's my problem with the, Jimmy's match with Cesaro at the end of the night. When we had main event Jay, he was main eventing and beating Daniel Bryan, Kevin Owens, AJ Styles. This whatever's happening with Jimmy's happening too fast. He's not getting the opportunity to build main event Jimmy unless they're putting him in position to lose and lose and lose and lose. And you bring up Jay's record on top of that. But I don't fantasy book. All I know is that where this is starting is a very similar foundation of what happened with Jay. And I love the fact that Jay is trying to convince Jimmy it's just not worth it. Because at the end of the day, it's just not worth it. It's not worth going against Roman Reigns. Yes, he's always been Roman. He's always been meant to be the one. And you know what? It's working. Jay realized that the hard way. Jimmy, you don't have to. And Jay's trying to help him. But I love it because as good as Jay has been on the mic, Jimmy is such a natural talker. He is the one that's going to carry a lot of these promos. And imagine this. It just hit me right now. Imagine when Jimmy and Jay are standing side by side next to the Tribal Chief, and they're the ones going back and forth with the promos. God damn, that's going to be awesome. That's going to be fucking fun. That's going to be fun. The two of them going back and forth, letting y'all know this is how the Chief get down. This is what the Usos do. It's going to be fucking great. Oh, it's going to be great. Jimmy, uh, Jimmy and Cesaro had a, a really fun match. I, I tell you, and that's another thing, too, why I wanted to take a little bit longer. The more Cesaro stands next to Roman, the more he stands up to Roman, the better he looks. He's close, but he's not there. If there's some type of bullshit finish here at Backlash, and let's say, what's next, Money in the Bank or something like that? Uh, maybe King of the Ring based off of what's happening with Baron Corbin and uh, Nakamura. But um, if there's 
if there's a chance that this is a, a fucked up finish and then they go to the next pay-per-view, we may see Cesaro get built stronger and stronger because he's close. He just still doesn't look like a contender, but close. I, I think they're doing a good job of making him look big enough because when, when Cesaro and, and Roman are standing side by side, Cesaro looks taller. So he's not he's not thicker because that Samoan bloodline is there's some thick boys. But we see the strength of Cesaro. If we can see that mixed with the size next to Roman, you can build a legit threat. The problem is this story is so fucking strong. There's just no chance. There's just no chance. So I like the fact that they're showing vulnerability across the board. They're showing pecking order. Jay keeps becoming the one who has to go through the bulk of the punishment. Uh, Jimmy being gone for so long, he gets taken out quickly each time. They're showing that he's not strong enough to be there. They they both need Roman, but they also need to be on the same page. And they're telling us that storyline uh, really, really well. Really, really well. So I I couldn't be happier with it. I, I, think, I think this is going to end up exactly where we want it to. The way that, um, you know, basically everyone was talking leading into this WrestleMania where we're going to get this bloodline and then a bloodline blow up. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, highlight of the night for me were uh, Natty and Tamina facing off with Shayna Baszler and uh, uh, Nia Jax. Um, again, though, just like with the Hurt Business, I don't like that you switch your psychology and then you start losing. For instance, Reginald gets involved. He's no longer a factor. Shayna and I lose, and they're not blaming Reginald for what's wrong. If you continue to blame Reginald for what's wrong, the beef still exists, but the beef wasn't there this time in that context, which is fine because it doesn't take away from what the women were able to do in the ring, but the fact that you had Reginald so involved, so involved, and he got thrown out so quick, he wasn't even necessarily helping them win because he was the one making Shayna lose all the time. Well, Nia lost this match. And it was it was okay. All right, it was an okay match. As far as women's matches go, uh, it's not top tier. It's not top tier. I think Tamina and Natty, now that the win is behind them, have many, many, many better matches in front of them. They will be working, hopefully, with contenders who can really fucking wrestle, a la the Riot Squad. Okay, maybe get some more build with uh, Naomi and Lana. Because Natty and Lana were doing some okay things earlier uh, earlier this year as well. So let's see where this takes them. I saw the, the, the promo before the match started. And Tamita looked mad emotional and nervous. As if, you know, the outcome was official. I, I told Mrs. TW Takes. I said, hey, you might want to come in and watch this match. I think Natty and Tamita are going to win. Uh, Tamita looks super emotional right now. And it was just them stretching before commercial. So... Um, you know, I don't like, I don't like when wrestling see through like that. Um, but I did enjoy the match. Um, I got a little bit emotional at the end of the match too. Um, you know, the, the legacy of what Tamina has to live up to, um, in the wrestling context is something, you know, really hard for any athlete to compete with someone as famous as her father was and still is, to be honest. Um, and you know, to Marsha's point too. It's such a big moment for Natty, and the whole thing was about Tamina. I mean, he hasn't said this, but that's, you know, as, because he's always put it to me that way. Marsha's always said it to me, like, 
you know, that's the title for Natty because her dad was tag champ. That was his highest heights and all this shit. And I, I completely agree. I just feel bad for her in this context that everything has been about Tamina. Um, but that's just the way it's being told to us. Because you can see how happy Natty was for Tamina, but also how happy she was for herself. So, shouts to Natty and Tamina for being the uh, new women's tag team champions. Uh, I'm all aboard. I I really do enjoy it. Let's see what happens going forward. Uh, We learned last year that the more Tamina's on TV in matches, the better she looks. We also learned that the more Natty has in the ring, the better she looks. So, let's see. Let's see what happens. Um... Honestly, though, I'll tell you this much. I do not see them carrying the division the way Shayna and Nia did, which was also a lesser extent to the way that uh, Bailey and Sasha did. Bailey and Sasha carried the pandemic. Shayna and Nia, they, they carried those titles everywhere. Natty and Tamina need those mic skills to go up, 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 up on TV as often as possible, really pushing those titles. So let's see. Let's see what happens. Uh, good for them. Uh, they, they don't have anything at backla- uh, Backlash this week. Uh, so we'll see what happens uh, Monday on Raw. Maybe we get a nice Lana-Naomi match to kind of kick things off. Uh, what else we have? We had uh, Rey Mysterio beat Dolph Ziggler. Um, this is Dolph's best role as a leader of a storyline, but of the joke. But he's the champion. So it's not about him losing, or I'm sorry, it's not about if he doesn't win, oh my God, his career's over. No, this is him as the champ. He already knows he's the best, and every time he loses, he's the butt of the joke. That's great. Uh, Problem is, we haven't seen much of Robert Roode in the ring, and let's see what happens on Sunday. Um, I I don't remember. What did uh, Dominic call himself? Baby champ or some shit like that? So bad. It was horrendous. Uh, When I heard him say that, I was like, ugh, no. No, because he's like fucking, he's a man. Stop. So anyway, uh, Rey Mysterio beat Dolph Ziggler in a way, you know, again, Dolph's got his wrestling prowess on full display, finds a way to lose to Rey Mysterio. Uh, Rey Mysterio and Dominic have both beat both beat Dolph Ziggler in the last two weeks, heading into a tag title match. I would love to see the history made. Uh, that'd be so cool to see the two of them as tag champs. Uh, believable tag champs, you know, for what it's worth. Also on SmackDown, we had Apollo Crews. Uh, presenting Commander Aziz with the Nigerian Medal of Honor. I have a huge problem with Commander Aziz. He is a cartoon character when he should be what Omos is. Every time he goes to do the Nigerian nail and he sticks his tongue out, or even when the guys were running in and out of the ring, he like didn't know what, where he was going to be, and he kept like stopping and starting and starting and stopping and stopping and starting. And he kept you know going like like he was double dutching or some shit. I'm like, yo, slow the fuck down. You're fucking like. 612, 500 pounds, just fucking stand there. And when someone comes to you, grab them by the throat, do the nail, and call it a day. The Nigerian nail is a phenomenal name. The move is okay. The fact that it's cartoony, it's a million times worse than it needs to be. But that's just my opinion. The fallout from the Medal of Honor is that uh, Adam Pierce threw it in Sonya Deville's face that, yeah, fuck it, I'll make a, a four-man match next week. Now, we have a fucking pay-per-view. Why is the match next week? Put the match on the pay-per-view. Fatal 4-Way. Apollo versus Big E versus Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. Should be awesome. Anytime Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are in a multi-man intercontinental match, it's awesome. 
ladder match, elimination chambers, whatever the fuck they've been in, uh, they're always great. So shouts to them. But yeah, the last couple things we got on SmackDown here, looks like we had, uh, yes, I alluded to it earlier. That's right. King Corbin versus uh, Nakamura. And I tell you, I'm, I'm loving, I've always been a Corbin guy since NXT. It's his ability to move inside the ring is unique to his size and his skill set. Again, as an offensive lineman, as a boxer, he knows how to move his feet, his hands in a different way that most wrestlers don't. So the way he positions himself in the ring, he knows how to be right near people at all times while making proper contact. I absolutely love it. He is fantastic in the ring. And and you can quote me on that. Terrible wrestling take or not, I don't fucking care. Corbin is fantastic in the ring. He knows exactly where to be at all times. He got a a, a really decent win over Nakamura. He uh, he brought out uh, a nice crucifix-style uh, MMA move where he actually rolled into it. I thought it was fucking phenomenal. Executed perfectly. Um, and I love this this crown innuendo thing that they're doing with Nakamura being the king of strong style and Corbin being the last king of the ring. I wonder if we may be getting a new king of the ring again, because uh, I think that would be great. Uh, I've always loved it as a kid. They're the, you know, if you go back and look at those pay-per-views of the 90s, it really was the most well-presented pay-per-view between the grudge matches that had to happen and the tournament. I'm talking better than Survivor Series, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Royal Rumble, all that shit. Presentation-wise, the focus on importance of all the matches throughout a King of the Ring, so well done. And I would love to see that happen again. I know a lot of us have the nostalgia feel for King of the Ring. Again, shouts to fucking Wrestling on the Rocks. Those guys' logo is uh, you know, a nice homage to it. Um, but yeah, I, I, think, I think that would be great. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Uh, last thing I got on, on SmackDown was the Bianca Bailey situation. Now, look, there's no good way to say that you don't like a women's segment because you get fucking throttled for it. I love their ability to change character back and forth, right? You see Bailey laughing and then get serious. Bailey's on a whole new fucking level. My issue with Bianca is she is presented lost. I said from, I mean, check just to fucking check the catalog. Who the fuck cares? Bianca from the beginning has never been presented properly. Now there's people who say that, uh, she's overproduced. There's people that say that, uh, well, she's the EST. So she's supposed to act cocky. There's people say that she's way too scripted and all of that is fine. If that's the case, whether she's scripted, produced, um, character work, whatever it is, it's up to you to present it that way. You need to present to me whatever it is that's supposed to be uh, perceived, right? So if she's supposed to be a babyface who, and I can't put the adjectives there because I have to receive it and then give the adjectives. I have to describe what it is. But let's say, um, you know, like some people in the business, like Stone Cold and shit, they'll say like sympathetic babyface, right? I don't feel sympathy for her. What I actually get when I watch Bianca Belair is she's a heel. She's a heel. The way she talks, the way she walks, the way she acts, it is arrogant. It is not with confidence. It is not with confidence. When she was trying to be the baby face leading into the Sasha match at WrestleMania, she was cheery with arrogance. Again, that's still not confidence. Becky used to do it all the time. Becky used to stare right down the camera 
I am the man, stick her chest out, raise the title up, that's it. But it's when Bianca's bouncing around the ring and doing all, like, the overacting of who the confident character is looks like arrogance. And I can't, I can't buy in to you winning because I want to see you get your ass beat so that attitude can get put back in check. That's, it's the whole thing about Floyd Mayweather. The guy's so fucking good. He tells you that he's good, and he does it with an arrogance to his face, and you're like, oh, punch that guy in the face. Punch that guy in the face. You know? But, like, let's say Conor McGregor's last fight, him and Dustin Poirier, back and forth. Conor was being so charming and polite, knowing that he was going to win. You're like, man, I don't even know if he's... And then he ends up losing. You're like, oh, man. And you feel bad for him. You know, there's a way to go about this. And I, I just, I have not keyed in on Bianca's character. I'm too old to stand anyone, right? I'm not going to sit here and go, well, you got to root for... That was, that was my problem with the women's match, right? Bianca and, and Sasha at WrestleMania. I wasn't just going to say, nope, they they deserve it. They need it. No, earn it. Prove it to me on TV that you earn it. In hindsight, yeah. Best match of night one. That's fine. They did it. They did it. But it didn't feel earned to me through the TV. At the end of the day, they were right. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was a great man event for night one. They did fantastic. Hell of a match. Hell of a match. But I want to buy in first. I want to buy in. I'm not... I don't give my money away. I I, I look for a reason to buy. And if you don't give me a reason to buy, I'm not going to buy it. I'm not going to buy it. So that that's my whole thing. I I, I want to buy... Bianca as a babyface, so act more like a babyface. I just don't see it yet. I haven't seen it. I don't know when I'm going to see it, and and I'll try, and I'll try. So that's my thoughts on SmackDown. Let's jump into WrestleMania Backlash. Again, check out me, GR Lunar, at Raph Marsh from Wrestling on the Rocks. We'll be doing a WrestleMania Backlash watch along. Uh, let's see. We'll be on my Twitch, my YouTube, my Facebook, my Twitter. Uh, all those links are at TWTakesPodcast.com. Uh, we'll also be on the same four for them. Go to WrestlingOnTheRocks.com, and all their links are up there. Uh, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, all that shit. So, uh, but yeah, let's get into the card. WrestleMania Backlash built up real fucking nice, man. It, it, it wasn't supposed to look like this, that's for sure. I mean, I think, you know, there's definitely some exhaustiveness here, you know, by seeing a lot of this shit over and over again. But when you look at it, top to bottom, as we talk about it in a second... It's not a repeat of WrestleMania, which it felt like it was going to be. Uh, shouts to having, you know, at least influx or a change in, in partnerships. So that's dope. Uh, the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, they were they were defended the Friday before WrestleMania. They're now on the card. Uh, and and Damian Priest versus Miz in a Lumberjack match. We'll, we'll start there. Look, Bad Bunny and, and John Morrison aren't in the match. So there's deviation there. Damian Priest gets his one-on-one with The Miz. Should be a, a really good match. Having it being a lumberjack match, like Damian Priest said on Monday, The Miz can't get away. Um, I'm here for it. Uh, like I said, the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, Dirty Dogs versus The Mysterios. Should be fun. Should be fun. I think we're going to get a, a really solid length of time here. See what the four of them can do together. Uh, tell a decent story, I'm sure. Some nice emotion there. Um, I look forward to the Mysterios getting the win. We'll see how all that adds up. We'll probably do pre-match predictions on uh, on WrestleMania Backlash. Me, GR Lunar, at Ref Marsh. You know, before the match starts, who you got? One of those things. 
Uh, a match I wasn't necessarily looking forward to, but uh, Ray Ripley's been having a hard time in the ring. I've I've called her pound for pound, gender for gender, age for age, the best wrestler on the planet. And I see all the clips that come across on Twitter, and people use it as for she's not being ready and things like that. I don't know what it is, but her and Asuka have not had good chemistry on Raw at all. I thought they had a fantastic match at WrestleMania. I really enjoyed it. They did a great job of of going bell to bell. But whatever's happening on Raw, it's not adding up the two of them in the ring. Um, if Charlotte helps, then by all means, I'll give her the credit for it. Um, I'm thinking, I'm thinking that this is this is Rhea to keep going, um, and then let's get her out of the ring, so it doesn't seem like she's wrestling with pressure because whatever's happening with her and Oscar isn't isn't clicking right now, uh, and we'll see how that goes. Um, and and hopefully we can get to a point where Charlotte has to build. Uh, I was liking the character. I'm not liking it anymore because it's it's starting to go all over the place. Uh, Bianca versus Bailey. We saw this match a couple times heading into the Royal Rumble. Let's get let's get an ass whooping here. Let's get the two of them beating the shit out of each other. Really showing Bianca earning her way through Bailey because Bailey was leading all those matches leading up to the Royal Rumble. Bailey was the one who was carrying Bianca to look so strong. Now Bianca has to prove it. So let's see how it goes. Roman Reigns versus Cesaro. I, I don't anticipate this being a, an actual finish to a match. I think Cesaro has more legs if you continue to build him properly. And I think there's a lot to tell with the Usos on the outside. Jimmy's going to show up some way, shape, or form. He didn't earn the right to stand next to Roman. So we'll see how that goes. And then we have Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre versus Braun Strowman. Now, we got here in a very not-so-fan-friendly way, right? Uh, I think a lot of people are disappointed by the build. I think a lot of people are disappointed by the participants. Rightfully so. At the end of the day, this is what we have. So as a match, should be okay. Uh, let's see how it goes. There's there's no stipulation on it. It's just a triple threat match. So somebody's going through a table. Uh, we may get a chair to the back or some shit. Um, let's see how it goes. I anticipate Bobby still winning. Uh, other than that, just check out the merch, tbtakespodcast.com slash TWTs, promo code TWTakes for 25% off your first purchase. Uh, other than that, check out our friends over at Good Cop, Bad Cop for their promo code. Check out our friends over at Wrestling on the Rocks for their promo code. Let's have some fun, guys. Uh, I should be back consistently now for all audio version. Uh, and, and when it comes to pay-per-views, do watch-alongs. Uh, we might do as many watch-alongs as I can handle. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm just trying out here, doing the best I can. Uh, I want to shout out Chat Grapple and Cheap Pops. If you guys haven't seen on Twitter, uh, they were my first episode to go above 50 listens. Uh, shout out to Justin Time 211. Our episode for NXT has 49, 49 listens. We're so close, my friend, for getting that 50 listens. Uh, I, I officially went over the 2,000 listenership mark. I appreciate that. Uh, 2,000 plays. To not drop anything new for two weeks and con- continue to see the, the plays go up, I want to thank the community so much. You guys are outstanding. Uh, I want to thank popculturewrestling.com. Check me out over there. Since joining up with them and barely putting out content to have my listenership go up and up, I, I can't thank the exposure enough. Uh, let's keep this ball rolling. Let's continue to have some fun. Other than that, I got nothing else. Again, check out the merch, tbtakespodcast.com slash TWTs, promo code TWTakes for 25% off your first order. tbtakespodcast.com for 
all platforms to find me everywhere. Let's get it, man. Let's have a good time. I'll see y'all at the watch along. So, with that being said, review if you do, rate if you feel. Follow me at TW Takes Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Share your terrible wrestling takes via my pinned tweet. Email me, bishoptwtakes at gmail.com. Until next time.